flagrant family what is going on to all you beautiful people it's been a minute i know i was mia for a bit but now i'm back better than ever feeling good feeling great back with the squad as always we appreciate your continued support of the podcast i know we've been a little a little iffy the past few weeks but life hits you life hits you so we have a lot to dive into with that being said a lot to indulge into we've got a bunch of hot takes coming a bunch of hot trades coming in and a lot of future to talk about so let's have edge start us off man all right so yeah we're just going to be talking about the trade deadline all the moves the buyout moves mo's going to break down the specifics but before we even get to that i just want everyone's you don't need an explanation everyone's best and worst trade that's tough in my opinion, I think this is not the most differential trade, but I think they paid nothing. Evan Fournier for two seconds. That's a steal in my opinion. Yeah. They didn't pay anything. What's your worst? I feel like we're all going to be the same worst. That's tough, dude. It'd have to be the all the depot trade. It, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Ter- like, it was really good for the Heat, but in terms of, like, actual, like, trade material, that was the most dog shit thing I've ever for seen. For Houston, life. they got robbed. Oh, oh. Okay. I, I want to get into that later in the show about like the yeah, whole line, that was one of the best trade how that affects this. That's just wild, dude. Like in terms of the heat, that's the best trade, Hanuk. I feel you, but like what Houston was doing, that was a robbery of a trade, in my opinion. No, it definitely was. It's like the gas station clerk said, "Hey, please rob me." Um, like gave him the gun to rob him. <laughs> so give him the mask, give him the gun, just just do it already. So he turned off the security cam himself. <laughs> For me, I think the best trade is these are um I like the Oladipo trade for some reason. I don't like it for the Houston Rockets, but I like it for the Heat. And then I like the Fusevich trade, obviously. Of course. So that's the worst. Probably the most pointless trade. Um trying to think of one. I just think the four year trade was literally the most pointless thing I've ever seen. I would kind of agree. I guess they got another forward they don't really need, but, you know. They would trade for a big man. Or, no, the Daniel Thesis trade. Thesis, whatever his name is. Hey, bro, that's a good Dan- that's Daniel a good Trash, no, nah, Trash can at me. That's a good pickup, bro. I, don't, I still don't like him after what he did the first pick of month. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this might be a little bit different. I kind of, I kind of just want to say something different. I want to say Aaron Gordon to Denver. I thought that was a pretty good trade. I don't really think they gave up too much for him, to be honest. Like, yeah, Gary Harris, you've got plenty of, you got plenty of people on your, on your team, and to get someone of Aaron Gordon's caliber who doesn't have to create for his own uh, buckets now, it's, I think that's very good for Denver. And then the worst, I'm gonna say probably a uh, Evan Fournier because a Boston had a chance to go for a different Magic player that fills a spot they need. They were like, nah, 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 nah. Let's take another guard and just add him. Add him to the list. And you couldn't even get Drummond. You couldn't you couldn't get any centers. It was, it was just, a, I don't like that deal for them. Like, yeah, it adds more depth, but you had a clear spot you needed help on, and you didn't address it. Hey, they got Mo Wagner. Yeah. Wow. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, that's everyone's like best and worst trades. Now, Mo, break down the exact pieces they got moved for us for our first trade. All right, for our first trade, we're going to be talking about probably the biggest trade in the trade deadline. 
Nikola Vucevic coming to Chicago, man. I know us being Bulls fans, not my favorite team, but you know, Bulls fans, we, we love it. I uh, haven't to make a weird face, but you know him. So the trade goes on like this. The Chicago Bulls get Nikola Vucevic and Al Frucamino, while the Orlando Magic get Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., and two first-round picks. What do you, I, what do you guys think? I don't like how much they gave up for Vucevic, but at the end of the day, I see why. I, like, I don't like Wendell and also two first-rounders. I just don't like – I don't like – I don't – I'm obsessed with it. I'm going to rebuttal against that because I feel like I've watched a lot of Bulls games and I, I see red, baby. But Wendell Carter is not uh, – the way we were trying to facilitate his like abilities, it wouldn't fit in our system. Otto Porter sits out games because his shoelace is tied the wrong way. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't care. I, I used to enjoy watching Otto Porter, but he can't stay healthy to save his life. And we got Vooch, big Vooch, who's – tore me up in fantasy last week which is why i lost like we trade we've traded two nobodies for an all-star and two picks that we're probably not going to even need anymore yeah man i think like like david said i like wendell i really think he has potential but and honestly like like more than kobe white but like david said we got big vooch like that we have two all-stars now there's like i think that puts us over teams like the pacers and hawks maybe i'm a little biased but dude and I keep seeing this thing, like, all the Bulls fans on YouTube, this is a big market move. Like, dude, Chicago's a big market, and we act like a small market team. We finally have two all-stars. And this is an attractive market, man. Some, like, pissed-off star could request a trade in Chicago. It's a big market. So, I like that. Well, Kobe did, like, a couple of years back. Like, always, I mean, like, 15. But, yeah. I feel like um, with the Bulls, they, they could have capitalized more on the trade deadline, but they did pretty well. So in your opinion, Hanuk, do you think the Magic got a dub from this trade since you think the Bulls get up too much? I don't think they got a dub. Their starting lineup's still atrocious, but... I, mean, I, I think, think they're actually that... rebuilding now rather than being mediocre, so... If they're going in rebuilding mode, is this a good tax for Vucevic, in your opinion? See, I don't know how much the first... Like, uh, I don't know how much, like, the first-round picks are going to be valued. Like, if the like Bulls become a player... Then, there are protections on them. I know one of them is a uh, top four protected. It's, if it falls in the first top four, it goes to the Bulls. If not, it falls to Orlando. I don't think the Bulls are going to – like, I don't think the They're Bulls not going to finish bottom four. There's no way. Yeah, I think the – yeah. you, you know who's, like, a big loser of this? Mobamba, dude. Like, damn. Oh, yeah, I feel bad for him. He never got a spot. Actually, actually, he'll get more playing time now for sure since Vooch is gone, but still. Like, but he not start at center? Or do we have one? Oh, yeah, one I forgot. <laughs> then who's their starting for? Um, they made a lot of moves. I don't know. Some, <laughs> guy, from LA Fitness, probably. Huh? Some guy from LA Fitness, probably. Yeah, yeah. Man. Damn, the magic of um, their rotational power forward for a washing machine. <laughs> All right. I saw this meme on Instagram. It was like the exact definition of an AC. And it was a picture of like the Orlando Magic. Like, they're just – at least they finally committed to rebuilding, you know? Yeah, no, the Magic are always that weird team that will go off for one game as an eighth seed in the playoffs and then get spanked every other game. I'm like DJ Augustine, aren't you? <laughs> DJ, DJ Augustine, Augustine one or two games in the Magic, that's it. The game one go. Mm-hmm. All right, right. say about this trade or do you want to move on to the next one? I'm what good. was that? Next trade, boys, or you got anything? 
else to say? I think, I think we're good here. I think, you know, yeah. Bulls, Bulls mm-hmm. won. Yeah, yeah. There'll be another uh, pretty one-sided opinion here, but you know, probably the second biggest trade. The Oladipo trade. Miami Heat get Victor Oladipo and the Rockets get Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and a pick swap. That was the wrong. Oh my god. Can I just say Pat Riley is such a genius? Like Pat Riley is such a mastermind when it comes to these kind of trades. They knew or he knew that Houston needed to get rid of Oladipo because they knew there was no way in hell that he's re-signing in Houston. And they want to get something from him, obviously. And they were asking Miami for Duncan Robinson, potentially Tyler Hero, but Miami waited till the very last minute so that way they could give up the least amount possible for him. And it, it's likely Oladipo's going to re-sign. Yeah, most likely. That was an absolute genius move. This is my question, dude. Like, okay, they must have really respected Oladipo's request to Miami because you're telling me no other team like had a better offer. I don't think a lot of other teams. Oladipo had one more year on his contract. What team wants to take that on? Honestly, I really don't think anyone else wanted Oladipo. Really, I don't think so. And it's not because he's a bad player. It's it's like what Mo said. He's got a year on his contract. You don't know if he's going to resign. You know he's likely looking towards Miami. So do you really want to take that risk and potentially give up something that you could use for your future? And also most contending teams already have like all-star caliber, all-star caliber, holy shit, guards. Yeah, I guess. But I don't know. That's terrible, dude. Houston, that's bad. That's a bad one. (laughs) And to think, oh my God, to think they could have had Ben Simmons right now. Dude, I was just about to say that they could have had Ben Simmons. They said no. They have Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley because they wanted Tyrese Maxey. They could have had Ben Simmons. But instead, they have Kelly Olenek and Avery Bradley. I mean, for God's sake, they could have just taken Karis LeVert. It would have been better. How many picks did they get? I think they have they seven have... in total. But they have seven. For the next six years, that's all for the Nets. All for the Nets, by the way. So if the Nets are good for the next six years, which they the might be. That's, that's if the Stars resign. If it's 2014 all over again, I swear to God. It's possible. It's very possible. It is very possible. We could be looking back on this in seven years and being saying, damn, the Rocks are geniuses, or we're saying, damn, the Rocks are retards. But, you know. I don't think we're <laughs> going to say they're geniuses. Yeah. So which version of Oladipo in this heat system do you think we're going to see? I honestly feel like Victor Oladipo fills the void that was left when Jay Crowder didn't resign. That defensive guy who's able to score on his own. Obviously, he's a bit better than Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder's more of like a key starter, like a rotational starter. But they'll use him as that guy who can guard the secondary ball handler, be able to stick with him, and be able to get a bucket when Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo can't. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I think that's a very factual statement, David. Very smart of you. I have the intellect of Albert Einstein if he was Mexican. Christ. So, okay, Oladipo's the third option, though, right? Yeah, of course. Is there AIDS? Oh, yeah, you're right. The all-star center. I forgot Bam existed. Bam's nasty. Bam is extremely good. Okay, so... Where I want everyone to say where they had, like how far they had the heat going and how far they have now. Like it could be the same. You might nothing might have changed. 
I had Heat going second round. Now I have the conference finals. Really? Yeah. I think I just I was telling one of my I was talking to my friends about this the other day. For me, it's easier the Nets, Heat, and maybe a dark horse 76ers or Bucks coming out the East. Because 76ers and Bucks cannot perform in the playoffs from what I've seen. The Heat can perform. Same with, same with the Nets. So that's the only two teams I have. Those are like my two strongest contenders. I don't know, man. I feel like the Heat, they've sort of gotten figured out because Duncan Robinson came out of nowhere last year. That's why they were so lethal. Tyler Hero stepped up big. But now Tyler Hero's inconsistent and they're figuring out Duncan Robinson's plays. Now Giannis has Drew Holiday, which takes the load off of both Chris Middleton and Giannis. Now you have P.J. Tucker on the bench being a defensive leader. You have all these new assets that came in. Then the Heat are just the same old Heat. Oh, granted, they have Oladipo now. So I feel like we'd have to progress through the season to see how Oladipo meshes with them defensively and offensively before we can say they have a chance against the Sixers or the Bucks. I agree completely. I feel like it's going to be an interesting fit with Jimmy Butler and Oladipo, in my opinion, because in my eyes, I thought Oladipo was sort of a playmaker, and that's what Jimmy Butler kind of has become these past few years. I'm kind of curious to see who's going to be handling the ball a lot, who's going to be playmaker of this team. Probably Oladipo. That's a good point. They're both really similar players. I never thought of that. Yeah, Oladipo is like a shorter version of Butler. You know, honestly, like, go ahead, Matt. Okay, I was gonna say we all have the Nets making the making it to the conference finals at least, right? Yeah, no, if they're healthy, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, so oh. is Miami the biggest threat now, or is it still another team? To Brooklyn specifically. Brooklyn specifically, if I'm being honest, I still think it's Philadelphia because they don't. Have to be, be honest, if if you guys are looking at it, not even as a biased fan, who's stopping Embiid? L.A. Blake, no plan. They have a no one stopping Embiid. It's it's going to be a really good series, but I think if Embiid really shows out and Ben Simmons has a good series, I think the Sixers have it. But you know, time will tell. Time will tell. Sixers' offense isn't as potent as the Nets. Have, in the past, I think I saw a stat like in the past thirty games, over twenty of them they've dropped one hundred and twenty. Yeah, they're deep. They've only conceded. They've only conceded three games where the opponent dropped one hundred and twenty. Is that for the Nets? And they don't have all their all stars. Yeah, but the playoff is not only just skill; it's also like chemistry and shit like that too. Yeah, you got Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Harden. They're each well-known all stars who are completely capable of performing. Because think about it, each person on their respective team has had to be the clutch person on their team when they were the lone star. Like you had Durant and OKC. Hey, right. It was without a doubt the lone star. Granted, he had Westbrook, who was budding, and Harden, who was sixth man of the year. But Durant, it's, he's been proven to come up in playoff time. Kyrie, you have the finals alone. You have the shot over Curry. You got Harden. Who, I mean, he gets his numbers. It's just that the team surrounding him was next to nothing. He's basically playing with a bunch of garbage. But Harden was always performing. Now you put that all three together, and you got a solid supporting cast. They also got L.A. and Blake Griffin. Who's outscoring that? There's too many offensive weapons. Defense I, wins championships, but if you're scoring too much offense, your defense isn't going to do shit. They still have Dinwiddie when he comes back. Dude, next year, I think he's coming back this season, though. He's not. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coming back next year, but that's still going to be insane. 
Shout out um, to Blackson. I'm gonna be honest, man. I'm kind of on the Miami hype train. I think Miami is a they're a very scary team now. On paper, you obviously look they don't compare to the Nets, but I think Miami is just so well together that their chemistry alone just gives them a shot. How many? I don't think many people had them beating the Bucks. And was it the I said Eastern Conference? I know you did. I know you did. Mo I know was not like the one person that had him beating. I'm just, I'm just saying in general, I don't think anyone really gave Miami a shot last year. And not only have they kept that exact team, they just added Victor Oladipo for literally like nothing. Pretty I don't much. know, man. I'm just, I, re- I really believe in this Heat team. And um, the Sixers, like Hanuk said, they have been proven to not be, not be the best in the playoffs, but there's always time to change that. So I think I think it goes Brooklyn, Miami, and then Philly and Milwaukee are like tied for me. They're both they're both great. Dude, wait, who did you say, David? Yeah. That's uh coming like coming in nets. Oh no, like like who's their biggest threat? I'd probably I'd probably have to say the Bucks. Bucks? Interesting. I, I agree with you, David. Like, Chicago is the biggest threat. Yeah, Same I, I was going to say Chicago, but I didn't want to be that kind of thing. <laughs> 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 until they get MPJ and Lonzo in free agency. Who's guarded Busevich? Okay, I'm Lonzo sorry. This chase, but, yeah. but, but Mo, like, same reasons. I think Giannis would be a big problem for the Nets because, like, you know, the blueprint to beat the Bucks build a wall. Like, who are they going to build a wall with in Brooklyn? You know what I'm saying? So I think that could be a problem. Yeah, my thoughts exactly on that. Yeah. All right, I'll move on to the next trade. The next trade is another Orlando Magic trade where they're just cleaning house, man. And this trade involves Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon gets traded to the Denver Nuggets for Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and a future first-round pick. What are your thoughts, boys? Um, I think it's a good – I think it's really good for Denver because – Denver was missing that Jeremy Grant type guy they had back then. And I think Aaron Gordon fits that role and then some. That's just my opinion. Interesting. I feel like the Denver team, like I like the trade for Denver as well. I feel like that team would be so much more dangerous if they chose to keep Jeremy Grant. Well, yeah. They'd be, they didn't have the money. Blossomed. Oh, they didn't have the money? I thought they could. They, they, they weren't going to sign him to the money he wanted. Oh, okay. Never mind. Even if I think they cast him, I don't think he would be as good. But yeah, no, I agree with you. Obviously, he wouldn't be as good. Team. Now he's a first option in Detroit. That's a big difference. Exactly. Yeah, so, that is Detroit. I don't think he would have blossomed either way if he stayed in Denver. Yeah, it's Detroit, but he's still the first option. He wouldn't be anywhere near the first option if he stayed in Denver. He'd probably still oh, be the oh, same no. player he was last year. Yeah, would agree. Probably slightly better, but not a big difference. Because he's still behind Nikola yeah. Jokic. He's behind my Porter Jr., Jamal Murray. I guess you could say not. No, not Paul Millsap, really. No. <laughs> That's well, a... they're, like, they're like good role players on that team. They have a lot of depth. They do have a lot of depth. That's facts. Yeah. Personally, I think Aaron Gordon is a great fit. Because I think how they played him in Orlando was really odd. And now Aaron Gordon can kind of – Realm and make cuts to the basket while Nikola Jokic being his facilitator, and you know how great he is. 
wasn't Orlando playing him as like a three sometimes? They were. They, play, they played him at like three, four, and five. That's weird, man. Aaron Gordon is a perfect four. Yeah, my thing is because Denver, you have MPJ who's the four, who's way more efficient when he's playing as the four because he's much quicker and more agile. And he's still the same height as all these people. But when you put him at the three, you have people who sort of match up with him more. And he his efficiency drops when he's at the three. So that dynamic of deciding what to do with both of them, like, do you try and put Gordon at the three or do you try and keep Gordon at the four? I think MPJ probably better at the three, especially since he's had a lot more experience playing the three. He's He's proven to be much better at the three than Gordon. So I would probably just kill Gordon at the four. Um, yeah, I think him and Jokic will make it really exciting. Like they'll make a bunch of highlights will be fun. But I think the biggest boost the Nuggets get from Aaron is his defense. I think you finally have a guy who you can put on LeBron and Kawhi. He's like you're not going to stop him, but you can slow him down. I think that's like the best thing for them for the trade. Yeah, and Gordon's Bob. honestly a really underrated defender. No one talks yeah, about his defense, but he's extremely solid of defense. I still think there's a second round exit, in my opinion. But this is only because I don't think the Clippers are going to choke again. Okay. If they do, then I swear to God, I'm just done with the Clippers. I don't know. They got Rajon Rondo now, so they're going all the way. They do have Clippers? Rondo. Clippers. Rondo. Rondo's real. Clippers are not making it past the conference finals. Anyway,对，好，I it doesn't make sense. Robbery of a trade. No, it kind of no. it kind of does make sense because I think Gary Trent's on an expiring contract, and I think he's going to want a lot of money this offseason. I don't think Portland oh. wants to pay that. So the fact they got Norman Powell out of that man, that was Blaze. The Blazers won that trade. I'm sorry. I thought the Raptors. Norman, oh yeah, Norman Powell is amazing, and thought, yeah. this is coming from the guy who has him in fantasy. He is he's amazing, man. My thing is, he dropped 22 his first game. It doesn't make sense because they got Robert Covington too, and then he's a very similar player in my opinion, like great three and D. And it just doesn't make sense to me. If you're playing at the back, what was that? You can't go wrong with more three and D. That's true as well. That that is very true. So, what team improved more? I think the Raptors. Rep, no, uh, the, uh, the, not Blazers. the Raptors, the Blazers. Blazers. Okay, okay. The Raptors got way more depth out of it. The okay. Is, so what was, yeah, but the thing is, you know, Rodney Hood's great, but he's coming off an ACL tear. That's also true, but like he was not the only. They only got Norman Powell, right? That's all they got. The yeah. Blazers, yeah. Yeah, and they lost like Gary Trent. They lost Robert Cummington, and then also not Robert Cummington. Gary Trent and uh, what's Rodney, his name? Rodney Hood. Hood. Yeah, this Gary Trent. Gary Trent. I think Gary Trent's just a downgraded Norman Powell. They're both great 3 and D players, but if I'm taking one of those two, I'm taking Norman Powell, and it's not even close. And Rodney Hood, solid, but. Yeah, he's a shot in the dark. Gary Trent is younger, 
I mean, I'm gonna see what I'm getting at here, though, with the Raptors getting Gary Trent, because they also do have OG, who's also another three and D player. So I guess they're getting a guard in the situation instead of Norman Powell forward. Get a guard off the bench. Yeah, that's not the, it's, it's an okay trade for both sides, but I think the Blazers get a better player. So I'm saying the Blazers. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to the Blazers. My thing is, like, I still give it to the Blazers, but now they got three people in the starting lineup who are 6'3". Norman Powell's 6'3". Very true. Mm-hmm. You got Dave, like and Norman. He's I thought he was 6'7". Really no, Isn't the column, like, 6'5"? Column 6'3". The column 6'3"? I think he was taller. Oh, yeah. I thought he was 6'4". He's, he's, he's not. It's a fight. He might be 6'4". Every single one of them 6'3". Interesting. That's a very small lineup. That's not. I don't like that lineup to be honest. But that's just my. Robert Covington still and have Norman come off the bench. I'll probably make a lot. Uh, Nurkic just came back. He did come back. Hopefully, Nurkic just came back. Yeah. So they got their starting uh, center. I think the guys still think they're for a start exit right now. Yeah. I I think it depends on who they get in the first matchup. Yeah. What team do you think you can like? They can uh, beat first round. Sorry. I think they could beat a team like Dallas. They could beat a team. They could beat Denver, San Antonio. I don't think they can beat Denver. I don't think they can beat Denver. I don't think San Antonio is. San Antonio is not making playoffs, right? They're in the seventh seed, I think. They're in the playoffs right, right now, and then they kept the Rosen. They kept the Don, John T. Murray. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I think they can. They're a playoff hunt. If the Pelicans make it, I think the Blazers will beat the Pelicans too. Yeah. Okay. I, I can see that. They're like what? Top, what seed are they? The Pelicans? No, the Blazers. I'm sorry. They're like five, four, they're five. five. Yeah. Four, five. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. You gotta just wait and see. All right. Our next trade is going to be a three-team trade, including the Chicago Bulls, the Washington Wizards, and the Boston Celtics. Where the Bulls get Daniel Tice, Troy Brown Jr., and Javante Green, and the Wizards get Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchinson, and the Celtics get Mo Wagner and Luke Cornett. Who's the biggest one out of this three-team trade? Bulls. Not a doubt. Bulls. For sure. Who took the out here, Don? What? Who took the out here? Celtics. Celtics. (laughs) Yeah, Celtics. I don't know. Celtics suck, man. They suck. Much as I hate this trade, much as I hate this Daniel himself, I died. the Bulls won this trade. I'm just sad because I was a really, I was really high on DG. Me I too. Really like Gafford as a backup center, like he was, I felt like he fit it perfectly. It's just that he couldn't stay out of foul trouble at the moment he entered into the game. Was like uh, you do a jump ball and then already have two fouls. I know, I know you don't like like Daniel Tice, but he's like one of the best backup. Centers in the league, in my opinion. That's true. Only reason why I like DG more is because of defense. Like Daniel, defense is actually non-existent. Like you can put me in a Bulls jersey and I'm playing better defense. He's decent, bro. He's just short. He's just small. He's like six eight. That's true. I don't know. It's not a big fan of him, but, but yeah, like, this, this I want to see how it works because they have zero defense at the moment, but at the center position, front court wise. Yeah, that's the thing I, I've noticed with the Bulls, man. They don't really have too many, like, great defenders. They have good, like, on, like, their guard defenders, they're are fine. Like, Kobe, I think, right? Kobe White's Kobe's decent. Not that good, Kobe White's 
career. Yeah, who's there? Who's there? Off the oh, how come like, I know more about the Bulls than you? Because I don't watch enough Bulls games to even keep up with them anymore. You think I do? Okay, you, you keep I'm up. I'm a Cavs fan, man. Levine's on ball. That is really good on defense. I like That's that. A lot of teams wanted to trade for him. Gafford was good at shot blocking and contesting, but not for the thing in the game. Wendell's dog shit. Pat Williams is good on defense. Vucevic is pretty underrated on defense, too. Yeah, mind. I was about to say, Vucevic is a shot alter. Like, the way he can alter shots, he'll make it tough on you. He's not going to block it because he's old and his calves are giving out on him, but he's definitely going to alter your shot. I'm insane, man. That, that, bench unit, I just, that bench unit's defense is atrocious. I just think going for the future, if the Bulls want to really start succeeding, they need to improve on defense. I agree. I feel I like see. they did with Troy Brown, though. Troy Brown is very underrated. Yeah, but it, how big of a difference is Troy Brown really going to make for your team? Going to Chandler Hutchinson, everything. I'm just saying, like, is Troy Brown going to put you over the top? No. Am I tweaking? Is Troy Brown a really good 3 and D player from what I yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. For some reason, I thought that was correct or wrong. But, yeah, that's a good addition off the bench. I like that move. In my opinion, I don't think the Bulls got worse in defense, too, because like David said earlier, Otto Porter never played, and neither did Wendell. So just because they had good defense, they never played still. So, I mean, I, I mean, you're kind of winning and losing at the same time here. To be see there, you guys did get out for Rukamino, and he's he's always been a decent defender. He's pretty solid. The man's been in the league since the beginning of time. I always forget about him. Well, he's on your team now, bud. I uh, know. Um I feel like this summer, if they get a good free agent, like a defensive free agent, doesn't even have to be a big name. Just someone that's good at defense in the front court, I feel like that would make them so much of a better team. Draymond. Yeah, Lonzo. Let's get Draymond. Yeah, I was about to say, if we can get Lonzo in the offseason. No, nah, even just a guard. A Lonzo. Lonzo and a big man, perfect free agency. Literally, that's all they need. And they're contending, in my opinion. Say Lonzo at big man? <laughs> no, Alonzo and a big man. Okay. They got Vooch, and we got Larry and Thad. I'm talking about off the bench, like a small Larry. name, like a role player. Thad they need more wing defenders. That's what they need. Have mm-hmm. a decent one now, right? Rita. Honestly, I just think we need Patrick Williams to develop, and we need Troy Brown to start, like, getting more shine. Because on the Wizards, it's a, they don't know what they're doing over there. Yeah, um, I also had a question for you, Bulls fans, real quick. Um, how has De- Denzel Valentine been playing lately? David, I mean, like sometimes he'll like he's really streaky. He's like the most streaky offensive threat I've ever seen. Like he'll hit two threes and then go two for nine. And then there will be some games where he drops sixteen <laughs> or seventeen on like. Now, here's my follow-up question. Do you think he'd be a lot better if he wasn't spending so much time in, on music and dropping an album? God, yeah, without a doubt. Dude, I, have you guys heard of that before I dropped in the group chat? I saw I, that. I, I heard, I saw he did it. this dog? Wait, hold on. That's the Denzel Washington, Denzel Valentine? Denzel Valentine. Oh, I meant to say Valentine. I meant to say Valentine. Will it returns? For some season, <laughs> what's it called? The 517 made me, dude. Uh, he, uh, hey, shout out! Hey, go listen to that on Spotify, bro. All the no. viewers out there, give him a chance. Man, it's gonna be Damian Lillard 2.0 with music. I bet you the, the day after he dropped it in practice, the uh, freaking Billy Donovan made a run like 20 suicides. 
<laughs> they damn near cut. To it. Oh, oh my god, dude. If you guys may like it, maybe you guys not may not like it. I know kind of mentioned this of us getting a big man. And honestly, I'm not a big fan of Lowry in our system anymore. So if we sign and trade him and get a player like, like John Collins, how would you guys feel about that? Because I know John Collins then signed an extension with Atlanta, Atlanta as well. I would love John Collins on the If we flip-flop Lowry and John Collins, how would you guys think that would work for both sides? That's fine. It would work well for us, but I'm not ready to give up on Lowry. But I mean, John Collins is a really good young big man. It's really tough. It's because I am ready to give up, but at the same time, I'm not. Because Lowry shows greatness at some points. It's just that he needs to get oh. that stick out of his ass. And he just hasn't. It's like sometimes he'll, he'll play fine, and then sometimes it's like he forgot what basketball was. Uh, I really like Larry, but if you have the opportunity to get John Collins for him, you do that any day of the week. Yeah. So, I I'd be cool if they kept Larry because I do think he's good. I do think he's a good player. But John Collins is John Collins. He's also true. I think he's on a downer just because of Capella too. I think he'd be better this year if it wasn't for Capella. Yeah, but he'll have Booch. That's true, but he's not a big rebounder compared to Capella. Capella's snagging all the rebounds. Yeah, dude, Capella's long-ass arms. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the next we'll be talking about our final trade, then we'll get into our buyouts in those situations, which will be the Clippers getting Rajon Rondo and the Hawks getting Lou Will and two second-round picks. Lemon pepper, baby. Lemon pepper, yes. <laughs> you guys see um, B-Dub's tweet that they uh, would give him some free wings? I didn't know. Oh my god, they tweeted like free lemon pepper wings on us when you come to Atlanta. God, it's not going to beat ups for wings, or is he going to the strip club, man? Oh, you guys, you guys, you guys heard he was uh considering retiring, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's uh-huh. that, like, he's like, if I get traded, I'm, I'm done. Uh, I think if he got bad. traded, like, this he'd retire. But back home, <laughs> Orlando, know what he's doing here, yeah. I kind of hope yeah. he stays because Louisville is a legend, so no, he said he'll he play. I just feel bad because he's like, I'm so tired of bouncing around teams, and he was so happy when he finally signed a long term with the Clippers. And then I, I kind of called it when that happened. I was like, Yeah, he's gonna get traded at the end of that, like, without a doubt. But at least he's getting traded to his hometown. Do you think that's up here, or didn't they give him a bit too much? What you say, Mo? Do you think the Clips took a dub here, or did they overpay here? It's a dub. It's a dub. It's a dub. You're getting that, well, they, oh, no, that's a facilitator. Zero. And they got that leader now. And he knows the Lakers. The Clippers are made to beat the Lakers. That's like the point. They they assembled that team to beat L.A. I mean, you could say the same thing for Brooklyn. They're building a team to beat the Lakers. Like, literally, they match up perfectly with L.A. before they sign Drummond. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Drummond's a bit overhyped. Thank you. Thank you. You just saying that because he left the team. No, dude. No. He'll get twenty points, sixteen rebounds, and you still lose by thirty-five points. But now we get to. You're on the Cavs. That's why you still lose I'm by thirty-five saying, points. Man. You're on the Pistons. Like if I'm for it, bro. Start that season on a losing record. Sure. He was on the playoff Pistons team, bro. Like, <laughs> sure, you can get seventeen and fifteen a game, but what the hell is that going to translate to? He's shooting 43% from the field as a center. Jesus Christ. That's awesome. 
spark the spark the fuse in heaven right there. I don't want to talk about Drummond. Move on. No, I, I, I want to talk about Drummond. So I'm sorry, Drummond. Since the Lakers have Drummond, what do I think they fall in the playoffs, especially with injury and LeBron's injury? What seed? Oh, in the what seed are they going to fall to? Dude, that's that's a tough one because they got a hard schedule coming up. They have a hard schedule. They don't have two of their best players, of course. I think they're, they're losing all the games, mostly. I think. I think they're from the third or fourth seed. They're the third. They're the fourth seed right now. I think they're going to go up. No, I said third or fourth seed. Yeah, they're at the fourth seed right now. Are you serious? Damn. Yeah, I really think they're going to drop. <laughs> I thought they were at third seed. Last time we recorded that, they were at third seed. So I thought they were still I there. Think um, fourth, I think yeah, it's because the, it yeah, the West is so close together. It's like a sandwich. In my opinion, I think they're going to fall to either six or seven. Ooh. Here's the thing. They could fall that low, but it won't matter. If yeah, sure. time they're healthy, you know what I'm saying? Because well, it does matter. If you fall to six and seven by the time it's playoffs, the first round matchup is going to be a really good team, whether it be Utah, Phoenix, Denver. And that first round matchup is going to be tough, especially with LeBron and AD coming back from a lingering injury. That's going to be a first tough matchup. And the second team, that's going to be just as good. I think like in the Lakers. That is true. I yeah. think if the once they guarantee the playoff spot, you shut down LeBron and AD for the rest of this regular season. That's my personal opinion. We're gonna get fined hello, but I mean, hmm? yeah, they're, they're gonna I'm telling get you, man. I'm telling you, I think I think Anthony Davis is ready to play, but they're just being so cautious with him. Yes. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I think Anthony Davis is healthy right now. And if it really gets to where the Lakers fall to like a seven seed within the next week or two, they're probably going to bring him back because they're going to need to go back up in the standings. Or maybe, or maybe LeBron just miraculously recovered. They'll bring him back. You know, the playoffs starts in May, right? What was that? The playoffs start in the beginning of May, right? Yes. If the Lakers don't drop too much, I don't think LeBron's playing for the rest of the season. Regular season. That's my personal opinion. I think it's more likely he comes back than Anthony Davis. I think so, too. I think one of the two stars are getting shut down for one of the, the rest yeah, of the season. I don't think a, both are playing. He has an ankle sprain. What um, Anthony Davis injured could lead to something more serious. But you see a lot more people recover perfectly fine from an ankle sprain than from what Anthony Davis has. So if you re-aggravate what he has at the moment, that's dangerous. That's true. Especially since it's LeBron, like he's had two injury, like two injuries that's kept him out for spans of time. So I think he's a more safe risk to take to come back rather than AD, who's been proving yeah. his injury prone. You know, isn't that crazy? LeBron's thirty six, and we're saying this dude's safe from injuries. He's thirty six, and AD That's that's insane. LeBron's a monster, man. He really is. There was like steroids in that breast milk that he was taking, dude. Fuck it, dude. Our next buy we're gonna be talking about is Lamarcus Aldridge signing with the Brooklyn Nets, along with you know Blake Griffin, which did happen a couple of days ago, but we didn't get into that too much. And Blake Griffin caught an alley oop, man. He dunked twice, I believe. Dude, I love that. No, you can go. My bad. Piston fans should be fucking pissed, bro. Boy, they really should. They really should. Blake was playing playing dead together in Detroit. 
Oh my god! But dude, the Lamarcus Aldridge thing really surprised me. I swear he was going to Miami. Like I, I thought he was going to Miami too. Because yeah, it's Miami. Then I said instant conference finals. Just all. It's so weird. Be honest. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll say it's gonna be so weird seeing that starting five on the court together. I low key like that starting five, but I feel like it's gonna be interesting. I just I don't really. Like this might sound weird, but I don't think Lamarcus Aldridge is really gonna make a big difference. Like I don't think he's that like impactful to put Brooklyn over the top. He's not the difference maker, but he will, you know, be an impact in my opinion. Like, yeah, obviously he'll have an impact, but I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. really rate obviously Brooklyn, if they had the opportunity to sign him, I'd hundred percent get him whenever I could, but I just don't think he's that huge of a impact for their chances. I think I they'd still be the favorites yeah, no matter what. I think they're upgrade offensive decoy. Yeah. But they're more of an upgrade over what they have currently DeAndre Jordan at center. Way more of an upgrade. But there's not much of a difference as you said. I feel like it takes a lot of playing time from Nick Claxton who's been really really been I agree. as of late. What do you think was a bit of like if they can only take one, if you're Brooklyn, who would you take, Blake or L.A.? Blake. 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 100%. I agree. I agree. I feel like the fact Blake's... they got both. Sorry. I just said the fact they got both is just crazy. It is crazy. I feel like Blake has a lot more to take. Like, maybe, like, five, five, like four or five years. I think L.A.'s done after two. I mean, honest, if the Sixers don't win, I'd probably want the Nets to win just because I want LaMarcus Aldridge just to get a ring. All five of them just get a ring instantly. It's crazy. All right. Any more buyouts you want to talk about, boys? Like, what are we doing, man? What are we doing? That's the last buyout? Or... That was the last buyout. You guys have anything else to say about trade? Anything else you guys want to pick up, bring up on the oh. trade? Five. Quick question. Grab, what do you guys as winners and losers of the trade deadline? Like buyouts and everything. Who you guys right. it? You only pick one though. Oh, oh only pick one? Okay. All right. Um all right, I kinda I got my winner <laughs> I think the winner here is probably, in my opinion, the Bulls. I feel like you got too many assets. You guys kind of restarted, but also took yourself to a new level here. I think you're like a playoff lock or playoff a real playoff contender now. Like Ed said earlier, you guys made yourself a bigger market, especially for free agents with two all stars. You know, Chicago should be pulling in these free agents. That's a big deal for them. And my biggest deal, definitely the Rockets, hundred percent. Hundred percent agree with Mo. I feel like the Rockets have everyone can agree in unison that they're pretty dog shit. Um, I'm gonna go a different approach on the winner side because. Most most definitely they're losers. The Rockets. They they just that was terrible. Why are you but, but um I think my winner here is gonna be the team they traded with, Miami. I think my if if Oladipo resigns, if Oladipo resigns, Miami one hundred percent wins, my opinion. I agree. If he doesn't resign, then obviously they still won in the trade, but not over on the deadline. But I'm gonna go Miami. I have four winners and two losers. Um, so, so all the trades. <laughs> no. What? Okay, I one, to, okay. I'll have. I'll pick two. Said one. He said. Oh, I'll pick one. I'll pick one. I think either 
the Bulls or Miami won it. That's two. Or Bulls and Bulls. <laughs> so Bulls or okay, all right. I think the Bulls won it overall. They got a lot of assets and they made a bunch of low key moves, which I liked a lot. And I think there's like a couple, like one or two more pieces away from seriously contending with the Bucks and etc. And after like a couple of years, the losers. I'm gonna go a different approach. I'm gonna say the Celtics lost because the Celtics made dog water trades. Like I just don't like what they did. Like they rather have done nothing, and they would have done more. They would have done better off than what they were beforehand. Okay, fair enough. All right, is that all for trade talk, was? Or yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yep. All right, Mo, what's next, man? to our last segment of the show, you know, our daily pickums. You guys know how this goes. You know, we had our picks taken in, and this is what the records are looking like. Right now, in first place, is a three-way tie between me, David, and Hanuk, all at 11 and 8. And right behind us is Evan, who is 9 and 10. And right behind him is Ed, going 8 and 11. But, Ed, this does not include your one-game pick. So, so we're all tied at 9 and 10. I'm saying so if this is going to be a very, very close month. Oh, no. We have if it's to dumb too, 1v1. Three more games left in this month. So you guys really have to make this count, and we also have to make this count. We have to get some of these right, boys, just to be safe. Dude, oh, my God. Jesus. This is going to be All tough. Right. All right. So game number one, got to start off with the hard one. Milwaukee versus the Clippers. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I'm going to go Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm going to go Milwaukee as well. Yeah, sure. You're going Milwaukee, Ed? Yeah. What? I'll I'll go with the Clippers. I'll go with the Clippers. You know, I feel like the Clippers will pull it. I hope hope Milwaukee wins now. (laughs) Yeah, I I really hope Milwaukee wins now just because Mo's being stupid. Okay. Our next game, Hornets versus the Wizards. Hornets. Hornets. Really? No, no, wait. Oh, Wizards. I'm going to go Hornets. I'm going to go Hornets. I'm going Wizards. Oh, this is going to be the last game right now. This, this is going to be the biggest difference maker. Heat versus Pacers. Heat, 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 heat. What you think, Ed? What you think, Dave? <laughs> you guys got the heat? Oh, it's really going to come down to Charlotte. Oh, shit. Charlotte. <laughs> There's injuries we can change. Come on. Dude, you know what I saw on Instagram today? Uh, I was just scrolling through my feed, and I saw like a Russell Westbrook injury thing, and I actually thought it was real until I saw the account. It said Russell Westbrook had genital warts. Genital warts. <laughs> no, send me that account. No, why do you want that account, Tom? He runs it. <laughs> I run the Daniel Dice hit account. Sorry. Oh, God, Ed. Um, good luck, buddy, man. Good luck, Kevin. God bless. Those are records. From what it seems, I think me, David, and Hanuk are looking to be safe. I think it might be Ed or Evan this week, or this month, I should say. Really? Wow. Yeah. You know. Great observation. Look at Sherlock Holmes over here. <laughs> I know. I, I Look, man, it's only, it's only fair the guy who's won back-to-back months loses one now. Of course. Yeah, you might back to one. back, Ed. You might lose one. Take a seat in defeat, man. 
As for the punishment, we do have some ideas floating around, but if you guys want to drop some down below in the comment section, that would be super helpful. I do have an idea, which I want for these two. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll work on it, see what the group decides, but, you know, we're still thinking, still going around the head. We're brainstorming. Oh, I'm stressed, man. But why? I'm stressed. David, take us away. All right. As always, we'd like to thank you all for listening to all of our shenanigans. And all of the next terrible takes, as always. <laughs> okay, Mr. <that's> Lonzo. <laughs> Lonzo. We appreciate the support. Please continue to follow us on our socials. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. It, all the support means a lot. Be sure to like the video. Like us on Spotify. Subscribe. And thank you, everybody. We'll see you soon. See you guys. Peace.